0: is fantasy football frenzy you want the latest info how's your lineup looking it's not good who's hurt who's injured is listed as questionable questionable what does that mean no one knows what that means matchup breakdowns first game today is too close to call you need an edge to pound your opposition like if i start him and then he doesn't play i literally have nothing in the bank Got no backup fantasy expert jeff meller i mean they know if they're playing they know. They should tell us. Have it for you. How many leagues are you in? I'm in 12 leagues. Right here. Well, that is just pure fantasy football. On ESPN 1000. Uh, th- playoffs? Yes, Jim Mora. It is indeed. Playoffs? Time. During your fantasy football season. It is the fantasy football semifinals. In all likelihood. I say that with a caveat because uh, I do know that some leagues, unfortunately, tread on into week 17 for the championship game, which means next week will be their semifinal. But if you are a good, smart fantasy player taking part in a good, smart league, you know that the only way to properly play out your fantasy football season is if week 15 is the semifinals. And we are... In week 15, I of course am Jeff Meller, your host on Fantasy Football Frenzy every Sunday morning starting at 8am and I will be here through week 17, so that means you've got three more weeks to hear me wax poetically about fantasy football and everything you need to know about it. I will run through the injuries, the key injuries for today's game to help you hopefully sort through the wreckage and find your way to your fantasy football final. Of course, you can give us a call at 312-332-3776. You can tweet me on Twitter. I'm at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. And we will help you set your fantasy football lineup. Of course, it's that time of year. The holidays are here. And college football is in the dark period while they await the bowl games, which means the NFL jumps in and takes over Saturdays. And boy, oh boy. They give you the schedule well before the season begins. There's no flex situation going on, and, boy, sometimes you wish it was available because yesterday was one of those situations where you were probably asking yourself, do I bunker down and watch two very, very mech games with the Jets and Texans followed by the Browns and Broncos? Of course, the Browns and Broncos Ended up living up a little bit more to expectations. If you're a Texans enthusiast, or maybe you're just a DeAndre Hopkins enthusiast, yesterday's game worked out for you. But other than that, it was probably a fairly, uh, why am I watching these games I'm wasting my Saturday when I know I'm going to waste all day Sunday as well. But needless to say, it's that time of year. So hopefully you enjoyed it at least a little bit. All right, on to the injuries again. Fantasy football frenzy every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m. And, uh, oh, I should mention, of course, because it's a big day, our sponsor, the Fantasy Football Frenzy, which is always brought to you by Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Following my show here at 9 o'clock, Chicago's game day. Steve Mongo McMichael, Fred Hubner, gets you set for Bears and Packers live from Twin Peaks in Oak Brook Terrace. It is the Twin Peaks located in the 22nd Street Plaza. So if you're in the area, and you're getting ready for Bears and Packers. What a great way to watch the game today. Check out Mongo and Fred Hubner live from Twin Peaks, starting at 9 o'clock in Oak Brook Terrace. Alright, here we go. Eagles at Rams. Let's back again. He's looking. He pumps. Still looking. He fires, and it is caught! Touchdown, Alshon Jeffrey! How did that happen? I don't know, but he somehow threaded a needle. How did that happen? So, the Sunday nighter Philadelphia Eagles heading to take on the Los Angeles Rams in Memorial Coliseum NBC with the game. And of course, Carson Wentz has already been ruled out with the broken vertebrae. He will not play today. And I have to imagine this probably ends his season. Not for sure yet, but uh, Nick Foles starts tonight. You have to imagine Wentz's season is over. Although Wentz is a, is a curious case because you probably drafted him with a bit of a value on your mind. And he really, he's really he been okay, but certainly has not lived up to the expectations that you were hoping for. And when you compared him amongst the other quarterbacks in terms of fantasy numbers, he was middling at best. So Carson Wentz is out against the Rams today, which means Nick, Nick Foles takes over. And of course, all the other skilled players in the Eagles offense... Take quite a hit in my view. Sure, Nick Foles is the reigning Super Bowl MVP. And yet, I think what you saw from him the first couple games of the NFL season this year when Wentz was initially out is all you need to know. I'm not counting on Nick Foles for any reason. And I am skeptical about just how productive someone like Zach Ertz and Elshon Jeffrey will be. Zach Ertz, though, is a must start no matter what. The tight end position is just so barren these days that there's no way you've got an alternative to go with instead of Zach Ertz. So even though Nick Foles will be under center, Zach Ertz is still a play for you. But again, guys like Elshon Jeffrey, uh, Nelson Aguilar, long long gone from relevance these days. Uh, you Even Josh Adams, I think because the offense as a whole takes a bit of a hit. So not feeling great about the Eagles offense against the Rams tonight. Titans at Giants. Manny back to throw, under pressure, he lobs one left for Beckham, touchdown Giants! He just lobbed it up there left and let Beckham run under it as he took a lot of pressure, but nobody covered Odell Beckham Jr. Bad defensive strategy. Odell Beckham out once again. The quadricep just ain't right these days, and that is... Another killer because there is a key piece to everybody's fantasy football roster. And if you were fortunate enough to find your way through last week, you were hoping that he might be able to bounce back. At this point, I, don't, I can't even say I'd feel great starting him next week if he is a go just because this injury clearly is an issue for him. Nevertheless, can't use him this week. You know that. Sterling Shepard, the closest comp on that roster who sees an uptick in targets although he wasn't great last week he did score the touchdown so you've got that to work with but Odell Beckham out and the Giants offense as a whole look I think that just means great things for Saquon Barkley but you were starting him anyway so we don't need to launch into a whole expose about how great Saquon Barkley is Odell Beckham done and Sterling Shepard and Evan Engram as well probably see a larger volume of targets this week Patriots at Steelers high on second and goal and pounding into the end zone for his second touchdown of the game is James Conner James Conner owners were given a bit of false optimism this week as he returned to practice on Thursday which maybe gave some of you the impression that he could be available for the Steelers huge tilt as they host The Patriots today at Heinz Field. And that game can be heard right here on ESPN 1000 today. Patriots at Steelers starting at 325. We will have it for you here on ESPN 1000. So make sure you're locked in and loaded for that AFC showdown, which no doubt has huge playoff implications for both teams. But James Conner will not take part. Despite returning to practice on Thursday, he's already been ruled out. But the good news seems to be that he is trending in the direction of being available next week per ian rapaport so that is good news for james connor's owners for next week if you can get through this week and move on to the finals you may finally have him back in the fold lions at bill's first down at the 18 the snap here goes shady up the middle breaks a tackle at the 10 at the 5 into the end zone touchdown you can't stop LeSean mccoy today touchdown buffalo from 18 yards out lions having trouble getting a yard Straight ahead, leaping in the air. And touchdown for on Johnson and the Lions on third and goal. All right, so first highlight there, LaShawn McCoy is questionable with a hamstring injury. But word is that he is unlikely to play. We will have to check the inactives as they roll in around 1030 today. LaShawn McCoy with a hamstring injury, even if he's active and you have a decent alternative, I would turn elsewhere. I am doing that in a couple of leagues because I just don't feel great about McCoy, even if he's out there with the hamstring injury. Hamstring injury is always a bit tricky because if they, for whatever reason, flare up, you return too quickly, you can easily end your day early and shut it down. So LaShawn McCoy is somebody I'm avoiding at all costs today, unless uh, I can't even imagine the names you might throw at me today, folks, if you're considering LaShawn McCoy that I would choose over McCoy. I'm just too concerned with the hamstring injury, even if he is active today. And, of course, Carrie Ann Johnson ruled out again for the Lions. So, more LeGarrette blunts, more Theo Riddick, and against the Bills' defense, neither is a very interesting play for me. Seahawks at 49ers. Garoppolo under center, and he will turn and feed Breida again, this time to the right. Breida breaks past the line, 40. Breida cuts back, middle 50, running across the field the 40, down the near side, 30, playing Garcon for a block, 20. Breida, 10. Breida cuts back, and he's gone. Touchdown, 49ers. First and 10, the play fake. Russell looks, going to lay it up for the end zone, Doug Baldwin. Reaches out, makes the catch, is he in? He is, touchdown. Matt, B- Matt Breda for the 49ers is looking likely to play today, which means Jeff Wilson owners who nabbed him up off the wire last week are probably going to be disappointed with his production for all practical purposes. Matt Breda, probably worth a look in most flex spots. Of course, the Seahawks, a very stiff defense, and that is something we saw firsthand on Monday Night Football last week. but. That is uh, going to be tough news for again Jeff Wilson owners who maybe were looking to him, unlikely to have a huge role in today's game with Matt Breida returning and of course Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin has been a bane of our existence in fantasy football all year long. He is expected to play after limited practice time this week, still dealing with the hip injury that has cost folks headaches all year long. So. Doug Belt Baldwin is, at this point, somebody I'm moving on from, not really looking to use him. Tyler Lockett has clearly emerged as the preferred target of Russell Wilson these days. Baldwin's still a security blanket, but uh, I don't feel great about using him after what I've seen for the past few weeks. And with the limited practice participation, you can't feel great either. Packers at Bears. And now here's Trubisky. Second of the season. All right, so good news for Bears fans as Allen Robinson is expected to be available today. Of course, he snuck up on the injury reports late in the week. I believe he was added on Wednesday of this week, which uh, was a bit concerning because we had not seen him initially. And then, or maybe actually, maybe it was Thursday that he was added. But, uh, you know, that's always concerning if you're an owner to see a late game injury add during the week but again good news is Allen robinson is expected to be available for the bears and not just great for fantasy football owners but great for bears fans as well as hopefully the bears can clinch the division against the packers at soldier field that would be the best fashion to do so Cowboys at Colts. Andrew Luck to throw. Looking, looking, going out to the right side. Still looking. Now he's a runner. He's at the 10. Throws upfield in the end zone. Is it, is it a catch? Yes! T.Y. Hilton! Touchdown! Touchdown! A five-yard pass from Andrew Luck. His third touchdown of the season. And the Colts lead 20 to nothing. Alright, so T.Y. Hilton, this one is where it's really going to depend on your options. T.Y. Hilton has not practiced all week. He is going to be a game-time decision. He is tough, and he is clearly Andrew Luck's preferred target, but I'm concerned. No practice time at all this week, even if he's out there. Uh, he's probably going to fall somewhere in my upper twenty, high 20s in terms of where I would play him. I'm just a little concerned when you don't practice all week, how effective are you truly going to be? So T.Y. Hilton owners out there, make sure you're checking the game day inactives because that one could be tough if he is ruled out near game time redskins at jaguars alex smith with the shotgun from the arizona 13 alex the pass looking looking fires chris thompson left side five to the pylon touchdown touchdown redskins chris thompson from 13 yards out all right so chris thompson sick with an illness this weekend i mean this is probably desperation plays at this point but I didn't want to play that highlight so Chris Thompson probably likely to go but I didn't want to play that highlight just to mention Alex Smith all around great guy was uh, left the hospital finally yesterday for from just suffering an absolutely brutal compound fracture that uh, most people probably saw at this point just a, just a terrible blow but uh, at least finally leaving the hospital after most, multiple surgeries so I did want to uh, mention that because he is He, at least for a time, was my son, Alex's favorite player. So good news to hear Alex Smith finally leaving the hospital. And Chris Thompson dealing with an illness this week. Uh, Check the game day inactives to make sure that he is available. Also worth noting, Jordan Reed has been ruled out for the Redskins, which means that Vernon Davis, always a viable option in fantasy when he gets the solo work. And I expect that to be the case. And I'm a bit more encouraged, I will say, with the fact that Josh Johnson will be under center as opposed to Mark Sanchez. I think with Josh Johnson, while there'll probably be plenty of turnovers, I do think he's got a strong enough arm to threaten people down the field, which kind of opens things up just a little bit and gives you a possibility of scoring some points in terms of fantasy. So Vernon Davis may be a sneaky play, if you're, especially if you're in a PPR format. He's usually a guy who's good for five to seven receptions when he's in there without without uh, Jordan Reed monopolizing those targets. All right, so there's all your key injuries you need to be aware of. Again, this is Fantasy Football Frenzy starting every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. And Week 15, we are here for you folks. 312-332-3776 or hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. And we roll through the phone calls now and check out what you need help with. Dave. My main man in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, leads us off. Hey, Dave. Hey, Jeff. How are you doing this morning? Not too bad. Hey, I got two quick questions here, and I just added one guy to one of them. Uh, Would you go with Breeze or Cousins this week? And then I got a tight end uh, question, uh, PPR. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cameron Brate, Ian Thomas, Vance McDonald, or would you go with Vernon Davis? who you just mentioned. Sure, sure. All right, so let's knock out the easy one first. I'm rolling with Drew Brees. The Carolina defense has been suspect over the last five to six weeks. I think you can feel pretty comfortable slotting Brees in. Cousins, look, who knows what we're going to get specifically with uh, the firing of John Filippo. You know, Mike Zimmer clearly wants to be a bit more conservative in the game calling, the, the play calling. So I would say Brees is an easy choice. As for the tight end situation here, all right, so... You have, let me, uh, Breit, McDonald, Ian Thomas, and Vernon Davis, correct? Yeah, I, I have, uh, uh, Thomas and McDonald on my roster, but I can pick up Brayton or Vernon Davis if I needed. Sure. So I would say I would go ahead and use, and especially in the PPR, I think I would use Cameron Brait. He's. Look, Winston seems to like him near the red zone. I know Baltimore's a tough defense, but of the other options, Ian Thomas intrigues me. I, I will I will say that. But not not enough to use over Cameron Bright because I think Bright is just more of a focal point of their offense. So I would go ahead and use Cameron Bright in the PPR format, Dave. All right, thanks, Jeff. Have a nice rest of the weekend. Go you, Bears! You do the same. Hopefully, Dave, we will hear back from you next week for the Fantasy football championship of your league. All right, that uh, Dave drops off, which leaves a line open for you at 312 332 3776. That's how Jameson got through in Highland, Indiana. Hey, Jameson. Hey, Jeffrey. Thanks for taking the call. My pleasure. Yeah, so um, I have a injury prone list this week. I had uh, Keen Allen already dropped me a goose egg, so now I got Melvin Gordon, Connor, and Carrion Johnson all out. Oof. I have Kendrick Drake half-point PPR. If uh, LaShawn McCoy doesn't play, could you start Ivory over Drake? Also, side note, is there a more injury-prone talented bunch than Chris Thompson and Jordan Reed that just never <laughs> went up the hills? than those two guys? Sure. So um, so actually, Chris Ivory is uh, dealing with a shoulder injury of his own. So for me, Kenyon Drake, especially, like, you know what? You bring up a good point, Jameson, that's worth mentioning for all the listeners out there. I also have Keenan Allen in a league and so I was dealt the big goose egg just like a lot of folks out there I do think the only upside you can take from that is look you can be more aggressive with your lineup choices and not that I would have chose Chris Ivory over Keenan um Kenyon Drake anyway but like Drake is clearly a big play performer and somebody who if you, have a Keenan Allen in your lineup for whatever reason, or maybe you have Tyreek Hill and he struggled and didn't give you a big number on Thursday night. In the playoffs, this is a situation where I'm rolling with Drake, no doubt about it, and I'm getting some, for, for others out there who maybe don't have the Ivory Drake conundrum, but they have someone else who they're maybe more on the fence with. Drake is a big play performer who, you know, has a lot of high upside, and they've used him a lot in the goal line. So even though Frank Gore is going to get his 10 to 15 carries. Uh, Kenyon Drake is somebody who I'm getting in my lineup if, for whatever reason, I had a tough performance from Keenan Allen and Tyreek Hill. This is where you go for it and play the uh, the guys who are potentially going to be you know big league winners for you. Those those that's where you don't even worry about it throughout the the concern about maybe the the low floor because the high ceiling for Kenyon Drake makes him worth it. Okay, well I appreciate, yeah I'm hoping they show him a little love after the miraculous run. You, over the Patriots. Uh, that you uh, yes, absolutely. That was, that was an absolutely spectacular way to end that game last week. Just, just a fabulous uh, hook and ladder or do you say hook and lateral? Kind of just depends on whether, which uh, vernacular you prefer but either way it was a spectacular way to end that game. I was watching it live with my son and then I had to actually rewind it and rewatch it about three times because it was just a fabulous way to watch as it ended. Just a fun way. To uh, have your football Sunday go down. Let's try Mike in Antioch, who has a PPR question. Good morning, Mike. Hey, I got uh, Jalen Samuels, um, Doug Martin, or Chris Carson. Mm. It's a full point PPR. Yeah, the full point one definitely makes you know lends a uh, pause for concern there for for a second there. But I would still—it's close. But I'm still going to choose Chris Carson slightly over Jalen Samuels in the full point PPR. All right. All right. Thank you very much. All right, Mike. Maybe I should uh, give you a little more analysis. Just the fact that look, the uh, Seahawks—I think you saw—they're getting back to the ground and pound type offense that really helped them win a Super Bowl and beyond the precipice of winning a second one they are and specifically russell wilson is most effective when they're running the ball well working off a play action and allowing him to work his magic when he doesn't have to drop drop back and pass the ball 45 plus times with rashad penny also out for the seahawks stands to reason that Chris Carson might see a few more touches than he normally does. Of course Mike Davis is still there, so it's not like Mike Davis is going completely away, but Chris Carson is your lead back and without Rashad Penny in the mix, I think it's uh it's worth starting him this week. Let's try Gerald who also has another Chris Carson question. Gerald in Hoffman Estates, you're on ESPN one thousand. Good morning everybody. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. Uh thank you so much for your help this year. I do want to say that I do need uh, a running back this week. I've got three choices. I've got Carson, I've got uh, Wilson, I've got Ridley, and kind of put my hair on which one to go with. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I would uh, pretty easily go with Chris Carson there, Gerald. Wilson with uh, Breida back, probably not going to be nearly as involved in the offense as he was last week. Ridley still, you know, you still got Samuels there, so even though Ridley's more feels like the goal line back, uh, and I know he's got the quote unquote extra motivation. Yeah. That he's you know, but this is where I think sometimes don't I wouldn't get sucked in jail, just because Steven Ridley wants to have a good game doesn't mean it's gonna play out that way. I would say Chris Carson is probably your safer bet of all those three. Well, thank you very much for a great season. You guys have been wonderful, and uh, once again, have a super day, guys. Hey, you do the same, Jailed, Call back next week, hopefully, when you are in the finals. Again, this is Fantasy Football Frenzy here on ESPN 1000. I am Jeff Meller, 312-332-3776. If you have a fantasy football question in your semifinals, we will help you get to the championship. Now, I have to ask you a question. Do you have a top 10 wide receiver on your roster that you need to bench this week? Find out next on ESPN 1000. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. Shotgun formation. Barber, a sidecar to the left hip of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Evans wide to the right side. Robert Fitzpatrick. Throws it. crossing rock. Thawnt Touchdowns Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Mike Evans. What a strike throw by Ryan Fitzpatrick. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. I'm Jeff Meller here on ESPN 1000. Thank you for joining us in your probably fantasy football playoffs. Yes, I know. It's that time of year for folks out there. So week 15, we're here for you. And as we went to break, I asked you the question, do you have a top 10 fantasy football receiver this season that you need to bench? Who is that receiver? Mike Evans. Mike Evans has been on the fringes of the top 10 and Based on talent alone, he's been very productive this year. But I will say, at Baltimore today, this is a tough matchup. And in the right situation, I can see plenty of scenarios where I would be benching Mike Evans today. Now look, you're going to have to have some strong alternatives. Specifically, the one I'm dealing with that I'm going to tell you in a PPR format. I'm going with Julian Edelman over Mike Evans. Now... Normally, I'd be all in on Mike Evans because I I trust the talents. But I'll admit, Baltimore is a tough defense. And Julian Edelman has a sweet matchup against the Steelers, who have been brutal against slot receivers this year. So there is a few scenarios where I could see benching Mike Evans, who normally I'd be saying, lock him in your lineup every week. So draws that tough matchup against Baltimore. If you have Mike Evans and you have, you know, it. Maybe you have a good, strong flex Uh, running back. You can use at flex. And so you you don't have two great wide receivers uh, or I'm sorry, you don't have a third spot for Mike Evans. And there is scenarios where I could see using somebody like Julian Edelman over Mike Evans. All right. Fantasy football frenzy here on ESPN 1000. Lots of phone calls. Lots of folks in their semifinal matchup. So let's try Jeff in Plainfield. Hey, Jeff, what's going on, man? Good morning, Jeff. Uh, Love your show, man. Love your name, Jeff. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Quick question. Trubisky or Andrew Luck? Yes, I'm going to say I'd use Luck, and I wouldn't really. Mitch, I mean, watching him closely week in and week out, he's obviously got the running yards, which can occasionally boost his fantasy numbers, but... All you needed to see last week was on display the inconsistency that he gives you with throwing the ball. You can't feel confident week in and week out that he's going to deliver for you. And in the fantasy football playoffs, when you've got a great second option like Andrew Luck, or in this case, a first option, I am not even thinking twice. Andrew Luck. And you know what? If Mitch Trubisky burns you, that... Me, personally, I'm not going to feel terrible about it because there's too many situations where Trubisky has proven that he could have just a blow-up game on you and be the reason that he sabotages you. So, Andrew Luck, and and against the Cowboys, I think they're going to have to score some points to keep up. So, I feel pretty good about that one. Yeah, I was just worried about the Cowboys' defense. uh, At least the milder Chicago weather was what I was hopeful about. Yeah, but you know, the truth is, at home for the Colts, you you, you just—it's— it's a tough defense no doubt about it but like and if you had some better option that you were throwing at me but i'm telling you trubisky there's just too many inconsistencies right now for me to trust him on a week in week out basis especially in your fantasy football playoffs all right well thanks jeff all right man, good luck hopefully it uh, works out for you jeff let's try dan in glenview he has a guy who i just mentioned and this one's an interesting one what do you got for me dan yeah, you're killing me with this uh, one because Mike Evans has been my go-to, but uh, this week I got uh, him up against Baltimore and I got Tyler Lockett on the bench. What do you think? PBR. Yeah, yeah. You know, and this is a situation where Dan is it, it is it just uh, had, how's your your Thursday Saturday games playing in? Are you pretty? Is there yeah. any? You ready for this? Yeah. Fired at me. I blow, I blow up. I got DeAndre Hopkins. Mm, nice. do so think I'm sitting pretty. Sure. And I decided to start Philip Lindsay over Tariq Cohen, and now I'm pounding my head up against the wall. I'm not going to sit down today. I'm going to be pacing all day. Yeah. uh so. how about your opponent, though? Okay. How uh, did he have anyone go yeah. off on you? No, he had Mahomes mm-hmm. and uh, Kelsey, so he, I kept yeah, them no, no. in check. And I just perfect. Got, I got a I got to dodge uh, Barkley and Juju today. I hear you. So okay. So this this is you know this is important to really break down your matchup after Thursday-Saturday games have already been played. In this situation, Dan, I would go ahead and use Mike Evans. I think, based on what you've said there, you're still in a pretty enviable position because the truth is, you know... Patrick Mahomes had his second worst fantasy uh, game of the season on Thursday. So you feel pretty good about that. I I think Mike Evans is more of a lock to see the targets. And in the PPR format, you know, I think you're going to see at least five catches from him. Now, the touchdown, it's going to be hard to bet on that. um, And that's Uh, where that's where Lockett could get you. But in the PPR format, especially, I like the You know, I just feel safer with Evans. And based on the way your matchup is breaking, I feel more comfortable starting Evans over Lockett. All right, I like it, Jeff. All right, go Dan. Bears. all right, go Bears as always. You know that season ticket holder here. You know I'm going to support the Bears. If you call in and give me a go, go Bears, I'll give you go Bears right back. Let's try it. Joel, who's in New Mexico. Hey, Joel, what's going on? Hey, good morning, Jeff. It's actually Joel, but oh, I'm sorry, Joel. A, uh, My bad. No, no worries, no worries. We got uh, um, I have two flex spots. I need either Doug Martin, Tevin Coleman. Tyler Boyd or D.J. Moore? It's a quarter PPR. Pick two. All right, so I'm going to say I would use Tevin Coleman and I think I'm going to say D.J. Moore with uh, all the injuries the Panthers are dealing with in the receiving core. I think you're probably, D.J. Moore is probably, you know, outside of obviously Christian McCaffrey, one of the leading pass catchers in that offense. Boyd, I just don't feel great with Driscoll as the quarterback, so... Uh, I'd say Coleman and Moore, Joel. Okay, and then I'm just listening to your Evans take, I got Evans too. Do you think Tyler Boyd or Moore no, could no. play for him instead? I no, no, so yeah, that's, okay. no, no, that's you know, Evans. It's it's for me. It's a it's a situation where you have to have good options to put him yeah. on the bench. And and normally I would say I'm never benching Mike Evans. This is the first week all season where I would at least consider it. And you have to have great options. Boyd, not not great to start over Evans. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on that never train with Evans, too. But all right, man. I really appreciate it. Good luck for everybody. All, all right. right. Good luck to Joel. Hopefully he has a happy Noel. Let's try Frank in Canaryville. Hey, Frank, you're on ESP 1000. Going, yeah. Very good. Uh, I got uh, two spots uh, for three guys. PPR league. I got Humphreys, Sterling Shepard, or Pettis. I've been winning with smoke and mirrors here, so <laughs> I need some help. So you need two of Humphreys, Pettis, and Sterling Shepard. Yes. I would say I'm going to use Shepard and Pettis. Uh, Humphreys kind of in the you know the same vein as Mike Evans. Don't love the matchup for them today, and but at least Evans. I, t- I trust the talent more. I know Humphreys has been good in PPR, but I like Pettis and Shepard, and they're a big playability for you over Humphreys. All right, I just need to win today because I get Spencer Ware and of Gordon back next week. You know what? It's uh. a, Well, maybe. I'll tell you what, Frank. Here's the problem if you're a Spencer Ware owner, and I am in a league, is that that's exactly what you did not want to see happen because even though Spencer Ware is, uh, you know, he's effective around the goal line, a big back, he's not, he's not very agile for an NFL player. And what you saw from... Damien Williams on Thursday night was ex- exactly what I was afraid of as a non Damien Williams owner. Is that no matter what, even if Spencer Ware comes back, I don't think he's going to walk right back into a full time workload now because of what Williams showed you. I think you're probably looking at a platoon situation. So, for anyone out there who was hopeful that they could, you know, dodge the Spencer Ware bullet for one week and then get him back next week, I'll tell you what, next week when I'm on these airwaves talking about who to start, I'm going to be. Very concerned about using Spencer Ware next week, based on what I saw from Damian Williams. I think at the very least he's earned a timeshare, and uh, the way he effectively ran so many of that those screens, which uh, is what Andy Reid is known for, it uh, is a bit of concern for Spencer Ware owners going forward. Let's try TJ. He's in Laporte, Indiana. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. Um, my question is, I'm in my semis, and uh, it's a regular format. I need three out of the four. I got to bench one of these. I've got Julio Jones, Devontae Adams, Brandon Cooks, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh my goodness, those are great what? options. Did you? I'm sorry. Did you say it was a standard or PPR? It's just standard regular. All right, so let's break this down here. Uh, in standard scoring, I, I want Brandon Cooks in my lineup tonight against the Eagles. That secondary is ravaged feel great about that. Honestly, you know what? I'm looking at it, and I'm starting Julio and Juju, and I'm going to bench Devontae Adams basically because of the defense that they're going against. All right. Go Bears! Ah, oh, you know it, TJ. <laughs> Alright, so again, uh, TJ Thanks, Teach. All right, they, uh, that drop uh, TJ drops off, which leaves a line open for you. 312-332-3776. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy here on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller, of course. If you can't get through, try me on Twitter. I'm at Jeff underscore Mellor. I uh, answer them throughout the morning as long as you get in by around 1130. After that, no promises. All right, again, coming up after me here on ESPN 1000. Fred Huebner, Steve Mongo McMichael, live from Twin Peaks in Oak Brook Terrace. They're inside the 22nd Street Plaza. Check them out if you're looking for a spot to go watch the game today and get get, uh, your Bears-Packers preview on. They've got you covered. Again, Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on ESPN 1000. This his fantasy football frenzy. This is the game. Shotgun snap. Rivers rolls to the right, throws to the end zone. Caught! It's good! It's good! Mike Williams with the ground! Chargers lead 29-28. Chargers Radio Network with the highlights on Thursday night. Mike Williams coming through with the two-point conversion. Should I say Anthony Lynn coming through with the Stones to actually call the two-point conversion, that situation where he was going to be on the on the uh, display for all to uh, question had they failed to convert. I loved it. I hope we see a lot more of that going forward. If you're an NFL play caller, you're an NFL head coach, what is better than the opportunity to end the game right then and there where you get to design the play, you get to, and something that has a, Higher than 50% likelihood of actually converting. I think the problem is the finality of it. If you fail, all of a sudden everybody can question the coach. But I loved it. Loved the play call by Anthony Lynn. And I, like I said, I hope we see a lot more of that. Because that's just, uh, that's what I want my head coach to do. And hopefully I think we have somebody who might be open to that. In, here in Chicago, in Matt Nagy. Alright, let's uh, rush through. The last few minutes here and get your fantasy football questions here on ESPN 1000. Again, I'm Jeff Meller here on ESPN 1000. Let's try Mike. Who's actually hanging out at soldier field. I assume getting ready to go to the game, Mike, you know, it. what do you got, man? Dak Prescott or Matt Ryan. Yeah. I'm going to say I would actually, I think use Dak Prescott today over Matt Ryan. I wouldn't just, just don't love uh, what Matt Ryan's been doing lately. The entire offense seems to be in a bit of a funk. And uh, when you look at the matchups, you look at that Colts, that Colts defense has not been great this year. So I would use Dak and his uh, running ability over Matt Ryan today. Let's try Jim in Tinley Park. Hey, Jim, what's up? Hey, Jeff, thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Uh, either Michael Thomas or Amari Cooper in a standard league, and Mitch Trubisky or Aaron Rodgers. So, all right gotta use rogers i understand yeah. but Depends yeah of course yeah I'm, I'm still rolling with aaron Rodgers in this situation i think you saw all you needed to see last week as to uh you know what he's capable of so and look the bears can still easily win this game and rogers have a better fantasy game than mitch trubisky and i think that's probably what we're what we're in store for here then i know it's been you know a great run with amari cooper but i'm not going to put michael thomas on the bench and i do understand that the saints passing offense has been you know held in check as of late but against the against the panthers on monday night i think michael thomas is uh is uh, definitely he's definitely the play the play i would roll with at this point jim but uh if you're you know if you're somebody who you know likes to roll with the hot hand i can understand it but i'm going to use mike thomas and just in that offense with sean payton's play designs i feel more comfortable with him over amari cooper although they're both great options all uh, right, Jeff, I appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. All right, let's go to Wakanda and David. He needs three running backs. What do you got, Dave? Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, man. Good, good. Actually, I I think corrected, I need two. I've got four standard okay. scoring. I, I need an RB2 and a flex. So I've got Aaron Jones, Sony Michelle, James White, or Jalen Samuels. All right, so let's, uh, especially in standard scoring, let's rule out uh, Jalen Samuels. Uh, I would put Aaron Jones definitely in the lineup at that point, and then Michelle versus White. I'm going to say I would use Michelle. I know James Devlin's been a little bit frustrating, but I feel like Sony Michelle is still their goal line back, David. So I would use him. And in non PPR scoring, I just I have a hard time using James White these days. All right, thanks. Go All Bears! All right, go Bears! All right, let's try Kevin and Will Metz. He's got a PPR question. Hey, Kev hey what's up um half ppr uh one for flex brita pettis Shepard, or baldwin and you need one of these mm-hmm. i would go ahead and use matt Breida. i think with him as long again ensure that he's active if he's not you've got uh pettis to turn to but i would use matt Breida for sure in that situation let's try mike who's in hoffman estates hey mike hey how's it going not too bad so full PPR, I have Fournette and Cooks slated to go, but I love Carson's matchup, and I also have Michelle. So you need, and how you need two or three of these? I need two of them. Okay, so of the two, I'm still going to use Fournette, uh, and, and I w- Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think I would use Carson. Over Cook and Michelle, I, I want to kind of see how the Vikings are going to use Cook, especially when you've got so many great options there. So uh, yeah. And, and yeah, I'm with you. I, I like Carson's matchup: Seahawks, Niners today. Uh, I, I'm going and again, as I mentioned earlier, without Shad Penny in the lineup, you don't have to worry about you know you know a couple series being stolen from there. So I'd say, yeah, go ahead. I like your gut. Go with uh, Fournette and Carson there. All right, let's try Sean uh, Keith, who's in Naperville. Hey, Keith. It's Pete, like Peter. Pete, Pete, what's up, Peter? What's up, man? I'm playing a beast of a team this week, semifinals. I got um, Kirk Cousins or Andrew Luck without Hilton, if Hilton don't play. Yeah. Um, and again, for folks who are just joining us, check the inactives. He has not practiced all week, but uh, Ian Rappaport yep. mentioned that he does think uh, T.Y. Hilton has a pl- chance of playing, but it's going to be you know dependent on the pregame workouts you never like when a guy hasn't played all week. I will still say, you know what? Even without Hilton, it's it's not going to help Luck. But uh, at this point, I'm frustrated with Kirk Cousins. I'm going. I'm not using Kirk Cousins over Andrew Luck today, or probably right. for the rest of the season. So hopefully, uh, hopefully T Y Hilton can go for you, Keith, and uh, make the decision a little less uh, controversial, if you will. Let's try Sean, who's in Chicago. Hey, Sean. Hey, what's going on? Not much, man. What do you got? Alright, mine is not necessarily a lineup question, it's just your professional opinion on my chances of coming off and pulling this win out. Um, here's a scenario, I'm up 38 to 27, it's a um, PPR full mm-hmm. point. Um, I had Nick Chubb and Robbie Anderson give me double digits, but I also had um, Keenan Allen and Lamar Miller give me donuts. So my remaining five I got, Big Ben, Zeke Elliott, Gronk, uh, Will Lutz and Seattle's defense, and I'm up against a beast of a squad, man. He had Philip Rivers, who gave him 27. Yeah, you know what, has- you know what, Sean? Let me jump in here because we're running out of time. I, look, you got a you got a pretty good solid shot, but in a PPR format, that's not a huge lead, I'll admit. So it sounds like it's uh, probably – I'd actually probably favor your opponent just based on what you gave me there. All right, uh, let me rush through some uh, questions here. Two-minute warning style. Roberts in Melrose Park. Has Cam Newton, Russell Wilson, or Lamar Jackson? Rob, I'm going to use Russell Wilson. The shoulder issue that Cam Newton's dealing with scares me a little bit. Rich in Mundelein wants to know Mitch Trubisky or Ben Roethlisberger. Rich, let's use Ben. Larry G on the south side has a PPR question. He's got, uh, Buck Allen or Trubisky, Aaron Jones or Michelle. Larry, let's use, uh, I'm sorry, Josh Allen, quarterback or Trubisky. Let's use Josh Allen, Larry. And then uh, Aaron Jones or Sonny Michelle. I'm going to use Aaron Jones in that situation. Ali in Rogers Park. Last one of the day for me here. PPR question. Has Sonny Michelle or Chris Chris Carson? Ali, I'm going to say in the PPR format, I guess neither is really a pass catcher. Let's use Chris Carson. And then uh, Brady or Newton. Let's use Tom Brady. All right, folks. That's going to do it for me. Don't forget, as always, our sponsor of the show, Twin Peaks Eats drinks scenic views and it's a big day for twin peaks because steve mongo mcmichael and fred Hubner are out at the twin peaks in oakbrook right now in the 22nd street plaza so go go out there say hello and uh, get ready for bears packers thanks for listening folks back next week for the championship edition of fantasy football frenzy right here on espn 1000